Life is either a great adventure, or it is nothing. Peter Freuchen was an extraordinary man who made sure his life would be an adventure, and he died with the title of the most interesting man in the world. Episode 12, the season one finale. What? We made it. You made it. Unless you didn't make it and you just jumped straight to the end. Well, or the beginning, because this will be at the top. So if you find it, if you if you click on Unsung and then you find any episode, you'll click this one yeah. first. You'll be like, hmm, so it's the end then? I guess I won't listen to the other 11 episodes right below it. Well, in the chronology... Yeah, we recorded this. This is the season one finale, folks. And this is a slightly longer episode than usual, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe, but though. Just, this is the beginning, maybe, so we have no maybe, idea. Though. Who knows? This should be a fun one. And as you heard today, we're talking about Peter Freuchen. And Peter Freuchen is... Um, I wanted to save him for last because when I was reading about all these different interesting people, he is... In, by modern times known as the most interesting man in the world. The real one, not the Dosakis oh, come on. Uh, person. This is the real most interesting man in the world who the Dosakis guy is based off of. Does he look like him? Oh, he, wait, bit. he does kind of. A little bit, yeah. yeah that's weird. Yeah. So let's just uh, dive right into it. Peter Freuchen was born February 2nd, 1886 in Denmark. Uh, not much is known about his family. We do know, though, that his father was a businessman and his mother stayed at home and raised him. Sounds he, like you. Yeah, but he was an only child. No Olivia. No Olivia. Oh, no Olivia. <clears throat> and my dad wasn't a businessman. He's a financial advisor. It's a very different thing. He works in a business. He works for banks. He's a banker. It's a biz- that's a business. You're a business. Right. Anyways, as a, chi- <laughs> as a child in school, Peter was known as a troublemaker. He was the class clown and even a jokester. Uh, Freiken's teachers res- uh, resented him for his constant pranks, and he actually wrote in his autobiography... This is a direct quote from Freuchen. He said, the first victims, sorry, the first victims of my hunter's instincts were my early instructors. So that sounds more like a murderous quote. Uh, (laughs) I mean, in today's language, that would be a much different meaning. Right. That was in reference to, uh, to his pranks though. Right. Pranks though. Not, yeah, not, not, not assault. Second amendment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so that's the kind of that gives you an idea of the kind of kid Peter Freuchen was. Just a pranky dude. Yeah, and he was he was really smart as a kid, did well in school, but he was a curious kid. So he got in trouble a lot for just kind of not paying attention and getting interested in other things. He would just leave class sometimes and walk around. He was a curious kid. Before they medicated every kid who couldn't pay attention. Yeah, correct. And it doesn't even really work that effectively. Anyways, uh, Freiken, <laughs> Freiken. That's another bug. That's another, yeah, yeah. You, lucidity. lucidity. No. Uh, was not a fan of, you know, mountain and structure. Um, he often read books about sailors and he fantasized about adventure. That's, that's, you know, that kid. He's a classic kid. But he wasn't right, one of those just, people. You know, those people that are like, oh, I, I, I'm smart and like, I would do well in school. I just like, I don't like to study. Those people. Oh. He wasn't that. He just didn't like to study and he was actually smart. Fast forward, we're going to fast forward to age 18, uh, because there's not a lot to talk about in this childhood besides those things. Age 18, he graduates high school and Freuchen attends Copenhagen University in Denmark, and uh, that's where he studies medicine. He wants to become a doctor. So he does this for about two years, but he ended up leaving the university. Uh, He got bored with school. He didn't like it. He didn't like the routine, the monotony, and the structure of it. He was like, I want to go out and do stuff. I want to go adventure. And so that's what he did. Peter Freuchen went out to pursue adventure. 
he became obsessed during this period with exploring. Uh, he wanted to explore uncharted wilderness specifically. That was his big thing. And even more specifically than that, he was targeting Greenland. I don't know. There's no explanation as to why he was so interested in Greenland and the North Pole. Uh, but that was that became his fascination. And at this time, I think there were a lot of different expeditions going on around those areas because he ended up signing up for a bunch of different polar expeditions. So there must have been something going on in research in the scientific field about exploring those areas and he got all hyped up about it and was like i'm in let's do this are there polar bears at the north pole there are and uh we'll get to that because he encounters some oh <laughs> okay uh I was sneak peek so at age 20 peter sneak peter and his friend nud rams ramusin Ras- rasmussen got me <laughs> right pronunciation still hasn't gotten better 12 episodes. my first time reading it you wrote it down previously <laughs> so peter and his friend nud i'm just gonna call him by his first name nud uh he was another fellow prospective explorer of the same age they got into an argument about whether or not greenland was divided in the northern region by a river i don't know what sparked this i, I believe it had something to do with commodore perry who had sailed up there before um and they were arguing over whether or not his maps were accurate uh, Freuken said that there definitely was not, and Nud was like, oh, there totally is a river. So Freuken challenges him to this and basically a bet, and they decide to go see for themselves to prove it. So they sail north towards Greenland, and there they abandon their ship because they end up hitting frozen ice. Uh, so they have to right. walk yeah, in the Arctic. So they, <laughs> they abandon their boat. <clears throat> and uh, they start traveling by dog sled, and they travel 600 miles north. And Freuken ended up being right. There was no river. But they did end up finding a tribe of Inuit people that were living there. So these, they, Freuken and Nud spent uh, several months living with this tribe. And they got to know the language. They became friends with these people. They lived with them. The Inuit people taught them how to hunt things. They taught them how to hunt walruses, whales, wolves, seals, polar bears, and just generally insane animals. Sweet. Yeah. Cool times. I found the trick to hunting polar bears is to stay away from them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most people... Because they're big and they <laughs> murder you. Yeah, today, I mean, people uh, might frown upon his polar bear hunting, but um, this was back before they knew about endangerment of polar bears. So he returns to Denmark wearing a fur coat that he made from skinning a polar bear he hunted. <laughs> and, um, I, you should look up the picture of it. Uh, there's a picture of Freuken. He's six foot seven and he's sporting a giant beard and he's wearing his polar bear coat. You should just look him up right now and see the picture. It's the first one that pops up when you see Peter Freuken. I'll do it later. It is um, amazing. Everybody should see this picture. <clears throat> and he's standing next to one of his wives and the, it's insane. So Freuken <laughs> was so hyped about his expedition. He went on several more uh, around the world. Most notably, he did an excursion to Siberia, and he also spent some time in South Africa. But at the end of the day, Peter Freuken's heart was still in Greenland among the Inuit people. So he decides, I'm going back there. So he returns to the northernmost region that he could find. There was a new little space. And he's like, this is home for me now. And he sets up a trading station there. He calls up his Inuit friends. I'm sure he didn't call them. He probably stalked sled over there right. and was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you all got to check this out. They didn't have Verizon right, back then. Really so, so they went <clears throat> with him back to his little area that he founded where he made a trading station. He's like, we're building a town here, guys, and we're going to call it Thule. 
It is pronounced Thule. Well, Thule, the reason it's called Thule is because there's a term that map makers, I believe, used to use called Ultima Thule, which was just a Latin way of saying unknown territory. So he decided to take the Thule part and use it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cooler than... That's Thule. Thule. (laughs) Yes, he did a good one. (laughs) Finally. Beer all week. But not for this no, one, because yeah, we're done. <laughs> Never doing it again. Uh, so Franken lived in Thule. He lived there for about a decade. And while he was there, he married an Inuit woman. And he ended up having two kids with her. Um, the town of Thule had an average daily temperature of negative 12 degrees Fahrenheit. So that was brutal. And today, Thule is actually run by the U.S. government. Of course, they had to go take that over. Yeah. Uh, and nice. <laughs> it's there. It's it's the northernmost air force base. So yeah, they went there territory. Yeah, they pushed. <laughs> you mean they pushed out the Inuit people? Base? Said you guys gotta leave. We're putting um, our giant military planes here. So yep. But I think you guys got. That's leave, like bro. our main base for um, to fight the defending ourselves from the Russians, I believe. But I'm sure that wouldn't be public knowledge. As if we do that anymore. Am I right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> this show gets political. <laughs> Oof. Anyway, <laughs> over his decade in Thule, Peter went on. Uh, he went on a dozen major expeditions. Dozen, <clears throat> dozen. dozen? Uh, he went on a dozen. Twelve, twelve. <laughs> uh He went on a dozen major expeditions to map Greenland, and on one of these trips, it would become uh, probably the most defining, legendary moment in his career. So, sit back and relax, because this story is. Freaking I'm punched over and stressed. Just tell me. <laughs> okay, so Freuken, <clears throat> on one of his many expeditions across Greenland, he was traveling alone one day. Uh, he was going by dog sled, and he was in the north of Greenland. He didn't get that far into this expedition uh, when all of a sudden a major blizzard struck. His dogs ran off during the blizzard, so he was stuck there alone. Mm. Uh, he covered himself with his sled because... He was just so he couldn't even see in front of him and he didn't have his dogs anymore. He just had his sled. So he used it to block the wind and kind of like shield himself from the from the blizzard as best as he could. But the snow eventually encompassed the sled and he was trapped inside. So he it's kind of hard to picture, but it was basically like a little coffin for him at this point. Um, and it kicks so, into some claustrophobia. Yeah, like it really. Um, so yeah, he's covered in this in in the sled, blocked by wind and snow. And eventually he's totally encompassed and trapped inside. And at this point, the f- temperatures get so cold that his beard actually froze to the ground below him. Mm. Yeah, so he had to break it off. Uh, <laughs> just because he needed to turn his head and he couldn't. So he right. broke his massive just, beard like, off. You picture that just yeah. pulling out. Oh, it was actually gosh. a pretty clean break, though. From There's pictures of it after. Oops. There's pictures of it after he... Uh, after he... Uh, had to do that. So he right. had to break his beard to turn his head. And then he knew at this point, God. he's like, I, this blizzard, like, I don't know how long this is going to go on, but I'm running out of resources and I'm going to die if I stay here. Cause he could feel, he, he couldn't feel his legs at this point. So he's going into hyperthermia. <clears throat> so this is where it gets real nasty uh, to dig his way out. Peter Freuken used some of his leftover poop, the leftover the leftover not the fresh stuff yeah no, he, he, <laughs> the used, he used some poop that he had um that had frozen while he was in this little igloo of sorts you could call sure. it uh so it was frozen but it was it was enough that he could mold it into a shiv shape and it was fr- then he let freeze solid shut oh so God. it became like a knife basically and he used his poop shiv to dig his way 
<laughs> out of the uh, engulfment of snow. Wow. So he gets he uses his poop, gets all the way out, <clears throat> and then he realizes he's like, yeah, my legs don't work. Like I, there's, it's not happening. So he's like, I'm four miles away from Thule and this blizzard's still going on. I gotta like crawl my way back. So he does it on his hands and knees, not even his knees because his legs just weren't working. It's basically just with his upper body strength. He crawled four miles through a blizzard, uh, back to Thule. Upon his return, Freiken, you know, took off his boots and socks and was like, I gotta make sure, um, my feet are okay and he looks down his toes are all black because he has gangrene of course frostbite yeah it's frostbite yeah it's frostbite well frostbite is like the it's the body temperature dropping so low that the blood can't circulate there to fight off the bacteria that is caused by gangrene so yeah basically Mm. his his feet turned black um specifically all the left all the toes on his left foot so peter being the man that he is, decides to amputate them using pliers and a hammer. <laughs> With a poop shiv? No, he did not use a poop shiv. He got back oh. to his like shed in Thule. <clears throat> so after crawling for like three hours through a blizzard, he gets back to his shed, goes inside, mm-hmm. takes off his sock, grabs I know, pliers, socks and boots. Yeah, pliers and I know and the hammer. story. You just said it. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I was just making a joke about the poop shift. I'm Come just, on. you know, rest- it's an insane thing. So he amputates his own toes, doesn't have any, uh, he, the guy never drank. He didn't use any alcohol or anything. He never drank his whole life. That's a fun little fact I never wrote down about him, but it's true. And um, yeah, just like a man amputates his toes. So, uh, and then here's another like a man. That's just a thing well, men do. Like a cut their toes off. Like a badass, I should say, not like a man. There you go. Like Jing Shi. Oh, nice. Nice. Jing Shi. Episode one, folks. Episode one, episode one, episode one. The oldest episode. Most downloads. Anyways, so uh, after the whole amputation thing, Peter's like, I'm God. And then he uh, he's <laughs> like, I'm going on more expeditions. I'm not done. He ended up he having like, to what? he ended up having to amputate his whole uh, lower left leg. So he has a peg leg at this point. And he's like, I'm not done yet. So he's like, you know, we're going on more expeditions. Um, he hits up his wife, the Inuit woman, and He's like, we're going on. Cause, so they went on a couple expeditions together. So she's like, yeah, let's do it. He wants to go back to the territory that he was originally headed towards. He's going sure. that way. And the couple gets attacked by a snow wolf. A snow wolf. <laughs> so uh, this wolf attacks them. And Freuken, it attacks his wife. And Freuken charges at the thing, tackles it, and kills the wolf with his bare hands. What? Yeah. <laughs> so that was a fun little story as well. So after the whole time there, um, Peter's wife eventually dies of the Spanish flu in 1921. Not from the snow wolf. Not from the snow wolf. Not from any blizzards. Not from a poop shiv attack. Spanish flu. Spanish flu. Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately. 1921 is the year that happens. And because she wasn't baptized by his church, they refused to bury her. So that's good. That's real nice. Yep. Real nice. And he couldn't get anyone else to bury her. Um, pretty much because of racism, and I mean, yeah. couldn't he though? He cut his own toes well, off and fought a snow wolf. So couldn't he like dig a grave? He did. That's what he did do. Yeah, he ended. Uh, <laughs> he, see, I'm I'm just Mr. Clairvoyant. Yeah. But I mean, no one wants to be the person that buries their own wife. You know, that's well, yeah. gotta be tragic. So, anyways, he buries his own wife himself. <laughs> anyways, anyways, he buries his own <laughs> wife. <laughs> So Peter, not funny, horribly <laughs> tragic. So Peter, uh, he goes back to Denmark after her death, and he starts writing for a popular magazine. 
His articles were mostly about hunting, exploration, you know, Peter Froyken stuff. Right. And then while working on the magazine, he meets a woman named Magdalene Van Lordsten. Magazine Van? Magdalene Van Lordsen. Van Lordsen. I'm just going to call her by Magdalene, though. Uh, Margarine Bag. Actually, fun fact about that, though. Um, She is the millionaire daughter of the owners of Europe's most successful margarine company. Come on. (laughs) Yes. I'm incredible. (laughs) Folks, I can assure you he was not reading ahead on that. That was just weird. It's wild. So Magdalene is the daughter of the margarine people. Uh, And they're filthy, filthy rich. So she was... Filthy, disgusting. She was the heiress of the company, so she had, you know, millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. So he starts writing fiction stories uh, based on his adventures. One of them goes on to become a bestseller. Why fiction, though? If he, like, Um, did all those Well, he wrote... uh, He also wrote, like, nonfiction. He wrote, you know, uh, autobiographies and stuff. But that was, like, the one that became his bestseller was a fiction story. Uh, it was about, and it actually went on to become a movie, but we'll get to that later. What is it? So Freiken, now a millionaire. Yeah, tell me later. <clears throat> he's now a millionaire. He uh, decides <clears throat> with all his rich margarine money, um, him and his wife are going to buy an island off the coast of Denmark, and that's where they would live. So they buy a little remote island where nobody else lives. It's just him, his wife, and a um, bunch of weird exotic yeah. animals. Remote. remote. <clears throat> and at this time... He started his own film company where he wrote and directed several films, but his most successful movie of them all was called Eskimo, uh, which is the one that his, you know, that's what his book was based off of. And it was a story about the Inuit people that he was friends with. Uh, and the film actually went on to win him an Academy Award, which, you know, an Oscar for Peter Freakin. So that was fun. So he was a very successful film director for a guy that had no experience in the field, just started with his millions of margarine dollars. All right, just from with his bare hands. Yeah. Or wolf hands. Wolf hands. Right? <laughs> or polar bear hands, if you want to say right. Polar bear. Okay. Continuing for his life. So now you got this crazy uh, world exploring, adventurer, bear hunting, badass poop shiv making, film millionaire director slash successful author. But he's not right. done. He's not just living the rich life at oh, this point. Oh, no, 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 Because Freuken was Jewish. And I, what? <laughs> but that's, I, you know, that's not the whole story. Freuken was Jewish oh. during uh, World War II. So, the worst time, arguably. Right, to be, to be. Jewish. Top 10 Top worst 10 times. times. They've had worst not time. the best times. Not the best history. Yeah. So uh, when the Nazis started to invade Denmark, your boy Peter was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> No. Your boy. Your boy Peter was like, no. That's what he was like. So he's like, I'm going. He- <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> how about nah? That's how it goes in the books. Peter said no. So he's going, he goes back to Denmark to join the Danish resistance. Because of course he was. Uh, he was really proud about his Jewish heritage. And there were stories about he would run into people who were hanging up Nazi propaganda and he would just confront them and be like, well, I'm Jewish. And this guy's a massive six foot seven Danish psycho. I want to call him a psycho. Would they back down to him? Yeah, they'd back down to him. They'd be like, all right, we'll take it down. (laughs) So he'd go around bullying Nazis. Uh, But during his time- I mean, if you're going to bully- Right, bully. There's not not a better group to do it to. (laughs) During his time in the resistance, uh, he was involved in hiding refugees. He he was involved in subverting a lot of Nazi operations. 
Um, but eventually he was caught and arrested specifically by Hitler. Like Hitler was present when this happened. Because well, the thing was the guy, Freakin was kind of famous and powerful at this time because of his money and his book writing, his movies and stuff. So, and he was very outspoken about the Nazis, you know, hating on the Nazis. So Hitler's like, we got to get this guy. <clears throat> so they catch him. And uh, all paraphrased, of course. <laughs> right, yeah. It's more like, we must get this guy. <clears throat> well, all right. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so they catch, yeah. they catch and arrest Peter Freiken. And they're like, we're sending you to one of the death camps. So he goes to a concentration camp. Um, but this is a insane story and I still don't fully understand how it happened, but during a moment of forced labor, uh, outside of the walls of the concentration camp, it was, so it's Freuchen and, um, a couple other Jewish, uh, well, not necessarily Jewish, but just people who are arrested with, by the Nazis that were with him. Um, they were, they were outside of the walls and they were doing some kind of labor and Freuchen orchestrates a coup on them. He's like, we're getting out of this. Let's all do it. So somehow the prisoners overpowered the Nazis with Freiken leading the charge and all of them escaped and Freiken, all of them, <laughs> they all got out. So Freiken, oh. uh, every last one, Freiken flees to, uh, he floods to Sweden because he could, he was safe there. The Nazis were not in Sweden. Um, and he tried, he continued to fight the Nazis as much as he could until the end of the war at this point. Um, and he was kind of all over Europe during this time. So he was jumping around Sweden and Denmark and uh, all of it. <clears throat> so after the war ends, Peter and his wife actually got a divorce in 1944. Um, a year later, he married a third woman. This time, she was a Danish fashion designer named Dagmar Kahn. And Kohn? Is it Kohn, you think? I feel like I've seen the name. C O H N. I let the audience decide yeah. because you know me and pronunciations. Yeah. Always wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh. It's okay. You just yeah, talk just for talk a living. Not a living. Not a living. No. Zero. Please, for the love of God, since what? No, it's good. Uh, so the two of them, Dagmar Kohn or Khan, we'll go with Kohn and yep. Peter Freuchen, they moved to New York City. Hey, <laughs> New York. <laughs> That's not New York. That's John Cena. So they moved to <laughs> one of the that same. you can't see, but the NYC. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So when they get there, Dogmar is uh, his wife. She becomes the chief illustrator for Vogue magazine. So now she's rich. Also, he's just marrying rich, exotic people. It's great. Exotic? I don't know. She's a fashion designer. The other one was a rich daughter of margarine producers. So, uh, so while in the marriage, oh, and the first wife was an Inuit woman. Yeah, right. I sound bad. Um, Peter goes on to audition for the game show $64,000 Question, which is basically an old school version of Millionaire. I, I don't know why. Who decides on yeah, 64000 I don't know how. I think the way that the game worked was it was like every question you get right, it doubles. So it goes two, four, six, eight. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh to 64 so two four six eight ten <laughs> two, will be the two doubling. four yeah. eight sixteen thirty six sixty four um well 16 32 64 uh anyways i don't do the math i don't do the words i just talk and not very well i tend to mumble yep so peter auditions for sixty four thousand dollar question and this show is notoriously difficult you could compare it to millionaire in many ways where 
very few, if any, people ever won. And he became one of the five contestants to ever win the show. Granted, he only won $64,000, which to him was chump change, but (laughs) he won the show nonetheless and was only one of five people to ever do that. So that was a big deal for him. So then, uh, you know, he's settling down a little bit. Him and his buddy, Nud. You remember Nud, right? Nud? The guy that... Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. So him and Nud are like pretty well-known, I guess you could call them anthropologists and zoologists at this time. So they're going around to universities to give talks on anthropology of the Inuits. They also talk about different animals and their expeditions from all around. And they just kind of become public speakers. Uh, during this time, Peter also founded two adventure clubs, which are like national. The, he did one in New York, which is um, pretty well known there. And uh, in Denmark, he founded the National uh, Danish Adventure Club, I believe is what that's called. But then... Boom, boom. During a visit to an Air Force base in Alaska, Freakin died. He was not the god I thought he was after all. He died of a heart attack in 1957 at the age of 71. Uh, his ashes ended up being scattered across uh, Thule. Remember Thule? Throwback to Thule. His local town and all the locals that were living there, they held a somber parade. Uh, it was kind of a parade of grief where they walked around and they were sad, but they were celebrating Freakin's life. Even though a lot of these people didn't even know him at this time because he had been gone for years, but he founded the the city and the whole thing. So it was a pretty big deal. His island, if you remember his island, because he had an island. It was the same episode. We've all been (laughs) here the whole time. (laughs) If you recall the island that he owned, um, that ended up being, so he was the only person that inhabited it, as you may recall. Oh, it was remote. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was remote. It was a remote island. Uh, it was it ended up being turned into a wildlife preservation site. So you can actually go there now and you can visit it. They, it, It's not cheap, but you can go there on the tour and see all the different wildlife that's preserved there. How much does it cost? $64,000. <laughs> if you remember, he was on the $64,000 uh, question show. Yeah, if you yep. remember. So if you recall. And now today, as I mentioned at the beginning, Peter Freuchen is known uh, as the real life, the actual most interesting man in the world. And that is the story of Peter Freuchen. Peter Freuchen lived life to the fullest. The six foot seven Danish explorer thrived on adventure and a sense of danger. He fearlessly hiked through Mother Nature's most grueling landscapes and survived through pure will. A symbol of courage and pride, Freuchen boldly fought the Nazis and escaped a concentration camp. He bought an island, directed the movie, wrote several books, and won a game show. Peter Freuchen was an icon, a hallmark of adventure who lived the most interesting life, yet his story goes unsung. What a good 12 episodes. I hope you all liked it, and by you all, I mean nobody at all. (laughs) That's a yeah. Everybody did. We have hundreds of thousands of fans all over. For some reason, though, only 11 have reviewed us. Yeah. What's up with that? Some reason. For some reason. No, really. I mean, I know I know there's more people that listen than have given reviews. Look, I know for a fact. We are now begging for reviews because here's, no. the, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't have any pride and I will just beg on my knees. I'll, ple- I'll start sending you money. I'll send you money if you give us a review. Send, put, include your address and I'll start sending like you checks. I feel like that's against like terms of service of something. <laughs> It stimu- so we will not send you money. It stimulates the economy, reviews. Levi. Yeah, well, it might be 
It's the it's the economy. <laughs> like when I buy breadsticks from Olive Garden. When you buy breadsticks from Olive Garden. Me, me, me. Yeah. Uh, I hope you hey, guys I enjoyed got, it. Uh, it was a good 12 yeah. episodes, though. It was a good 12 episodes. It was a dozen episodes. Should we think back on them episodes. all? Jing Shi. Everyone clap for Jing Shi. Uh, Jing Shi, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the pirate herself, prostitute turned pirate. Jane. Ladies and gentlemen, bring it to give it up for Frank, Frank J. The crime-fighting nerd. The crime-fighting nerd. He took down Al Capone. Nerd, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Coming up. Who here? Point remembers. guard. Henry, Henry Padgett. Remember that guy? He had the car with the stinky, with the perfume. Oh, he did have the, the stinky, stinky muffler the guy. butterfly dance. But good stinky. Hedy Lamar but wasn't remember. stinky. Hedy Lamar. Hedy Lamar, ladies and gentlemen. Was, not Kendrick. Not Kendra, Hedy. <laughs> but Hedy She was Lamar. a beautiful scientist who had an orgasm beautiful. in a movie. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> After her was Story Musgrave. Ah, the, he was the poor, so the poor guy who became an astronaut and went to space. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, astronauts are the coolest guys. But All my passwords are astronaut. That's my password for every single thing. <laughs> well, now they're astro- gonna hack our accounts. <laughs> hack me to death. Kuda you. Kuda you. She hacked men to death. Remember her? She used to she wrestle men. She did hack men to death. That's right. The wealthy, wrestle men the wealthy to win princess. ten thousand horses. Yes, but my goodness. But what about Constance Markovic? Uh, you probably don't uh, remember that story because you, no, you did don't. Not. It gets lost. It gets, lost. It gets very lost. The, in the Irish middle rebel. Of the she was an Irish rebel. She was an important oh, lady. Also made art. She was She's Irish. She's Irish. She? Yeah. But then oh, man. we can't forget perhaps the weirdest story of them all. That's right. Olive Oatman. <laughs> what did she do? She was kidnapped by a bunch of natives. Her whole family was killed. Yeah. Her whole family. Yeah. Mormons. They the Mormons. They're all killed. Mormons. They're all killed. Mormons. They're all killed. Mormons. They're all killed. But after her, of course, was Who cares about Thug Baram? That guy was a terrible person. Serial killing. He just strangled people to death all the time. From medallion to twist on the things. And he'd make them strangle harder. And it was just Percy. Julian. Julian. Percy was not a bad guy. Percy, 10, Percy, 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 Percy was guy. a black man living in nah, come on. the middle of Percy Jim Crow, Alabama. Oh, he did, but he, he went on to yeah, made hormones best available really cheap. Great guy. Sex oh, scandals, yeah. though. But you'll have that. Well, mostly the good and stuff. And if you listen, Queen, Queen Runabalona. 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 <laughs> the Queen. Queen. Came out today as well. Horrible, horrible, uh, horrible person. She was, horrible person? Oh, Why God. is she so bad? Oh, progressive. There are all these good people, amputation. just horrible. Progressive horrible, amputation, horrible. mate. Ring a bell? Oh, aggressive. Yeah. Sew them shut so, some more. Oh, cut them off cut inch them by off, inch. Right? Just throw them off the cliff thinking, ah, I saved and you. And then cut the rope and then, and then they fall again. Yeah, yeah. Peter. Freiken. The most interesting From St. Vincent St. Mary High School. Peter. Oh. Inaccurate. He did not go to that high school. And did next not. week will be. Nah, I'm just kidding. There's no next week. Nah, no next week. Mm. That's the end of the season. Doesn't feel good. You might be back. I mean, for me, for it feels good because I don't have to do any more work right, for the show. You're done. This is the end of the line. <laughs> I mean, this, I have hours and hours. If we don't do a second season, write. this is it for me. <laughs> I have, you have two days to edit. <laughs> so much stuff to do. Okay, but if you guys, terrific. if you guys want to hear more of me specifically, not Levi, but more of me. Right. But well, edited by Levi, although all he does is put in. Actually, it's Ryan can't do it himself. <laughs> it's true, I can't. But if you want to hear more of my stupid voice and uh, me being less formal and more um, ridiculous, we'll say monstrous. Uh, monstrous. Yeah. Check out by Twelve Twelve Media. Horrible. Yeesh. Horrible monster. Uh, you can find it under where? Just click on Twelve Twelve. Just, just click on. Or the type in Yeesh. Author. You can type in. Yeah. Or just type in yeesh. You'll see a picture. Y e e s h is the first picture one. of the top of my face, and um, we'll say yeesh in big, bright red letters. 
big bright red. Unless we change it by the time you click which, it. So which we'll we see. will, likely. We change it constantly. We, we are an inconsistent <laughs> group of people. We do not like having the same thing for a long period of time. <laughs> that's not me. That's just Levi. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to design. Not people. True, of course. True. Thanks for listening to Unsung. <laughs> we will not be back next week with two new stories. We'll actually not be back at all until we decide to do another season, True. maybe. Ooh. <laughs> be on the lookout for phobia. But, you know. Just saying. Oh, phobia, maybe. maybe possibly. Probably not, though, but maybe. Probably not. Probably don't plug it. But be sure to subscribe so you know when season two comes out. We'll have Please a promo, do. maybe some bonus episodes. Well, you never know what's going to like happen. That. That's, That's a good idea. Gotta subscribe. That's a good idea. That's right. Um, but, you know, uh, still, leave us a review to let us know what you think. Only the most important part. if you think it's five star worthy. That's the most important part. <laughs> Am I right? He's right. Folks. No, you do Unsung, think it's five star worthy. Uh, every, all 12 episodes have been researched and written by Ryan Muskin. Thank you. And all the production and music was written and performed by me. Ladies and gentlemen, by let's all give Rainey. a hand to Shmivai Vaini. Shmivai Vaini, folks. All right, oh, calm down. Wait, calm dude. Down. Ca- dude. Come on. I'm no god. Dude. I'm no god. Oh. I'm just a regular guy. Levi, I forgot regular. to hit record. Oh, you forgot I, to hit record. No, I didn't. Final I didn't. I did. 40 minutes oh, in. Oh, yeah. I lied. 40 minutes into the recording. Does anyone ever listen to the post-story <laughs> Probably once the music, once the piano turns back on, they, they're like, right, but man. the people who really like us yeah. will leave it on. I shout think. out shout to Lucia. Out to people who are still there <laughs> Lucia right and now. Paul, they're, you know who you yeah. are. Oh, yeah. Well, Oy vey. Yeah. well uh, Oy we'll vey. see you at some point in the future. We'll see you when we see you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.